listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. It's Rich Sizzle, it's Jay Sizzle, it's G Sizzle, the Sizzle Brothers, always together, always on time, always on rhyme. I like how I did that, on time, on rhyme. Sounds like a flow to me. I like it. I'm doing my shoulders. and be like, I'll deal with it. Okay, we'll do it. I can it. dig it. All right, so since you can dig it, and since we're getting ready to get started, let's just drop it off real quick. All right, it's the midweek. It's the middle of the week. Things are happening. Things have gotten up. They've gotten jumping. But the biggest thing that happened, Rich, was the NBA. The NBA was in full regalia last night. It started again and again and again. It seemed like they just stopped playing. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago. And guess what, Rich? Yeah. Everybody picked up where they were. <laughs> they left off. The Bucks were yeah. dominant, buddy. They yeah. were woo, woo. That Giannis, that that's that's woo. something special, boy. That is yeah, that's something special. And Steph Curry. That boy good. That boy good too. <laughs> that boy good, boy. <laughs> Ooh, we got the nice little young butt, the little cut, and then he got some boys coming off the bench. And mm -hmm. I don't know why Draymond's out there, but he's out there, and it's just it's it is what it is. So let's start off with Kyrie, the Brooklyn Nets, the Bucks. Let's put this all in one good package. But let's talk about the game. All right. Bucks, Nets. What did you think about what you saw? Uh, did Kyrie play? No. Oh, well, now that, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a big, it's a that's big a problem. problem. That's you a know? big problem. And something tells me we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but mm -hmm. they're not full capacity yet without their marquee point guard. Right. So... I'm not saying that might have made a difference because the Bucks just, it looked like they came out. It didn't matter who they were going to play. They were going to win. They looked good, mm -hmm. you know. Um, like you said, they picked up where they left off. Once they read a team, once they learn a team and know how to beat them, they don't ease up. And it was kind of like they rolled back the play tape, like, mm, we faced them in the East. Let's see here. Scroll back. Oh, that's what we did. Oh, oh okay. No problem. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> and there you have it. So, Right. In the first quarter. Well, it was ring night. So let's put that out there. And usually there's always a letdown. I remember when the Bulls played the Heat on their ring night. And I remember everybody yeah. was like, oh, it's so great. And then the Bulls mollywhopped the Heat that game. It was amazing. But that didn't happen this game. I love the cream and gold that they had it was like a cream and gold event there it was so majestic and then milwaukee went out and put up 37 points in the first quarter 37 and to your point without a Kyrie, and let's just say for clarity drew holiday left that game also with a heel injury but you could see their dominance from the beginning. It was a 127-104 victory for Milwaukee, but you're just looking at what they did and what Giannis did, and it didn't matter. KD, it was like he was there. They were always chasing, if that makes sense, yeah. Rich. They never seemed to really 
They never put the, the, the work in on Milwaukee. And I'll say this, early predictions. If Milwaukee can do this again, and as you said, to your point, if Milwaukee gets a blueprint on you, and those who are Bulls fans, they know, once Milwaukee got the Bulls blueprint, it never went away. They were always able right. to whip them at any time, at any point. If they've got New York's number, if they've got Brooklyn's number, then you're looking at the representative from the East in the championship game. Right. Um, question about the other team, though. Um, I think we know what to expect out of the Bucks. Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. They are the champions, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we expect championship-esque um, type behavior, and they've shown that. They've proved that. The consensus in the beginning of the year was that the, the Nets would be at full capacity. They'd be the contenders. They could usurp the throne with no problem and, and all this other stuff. Did it kind of seem like they looked a little frustrated in that game? Because despite all of this, it's like a re rewind of last year. Well, this person was hurt. This person had personal issues. This person still hadn't gotten back. And we're doing the same thing again. Not They're without their best point guard. Right. Arguably their best player on the team mm -hmm. due to other issues. And... What are the other players saying about that on their team? How do they feel about it? Is this affecting, obviously, after after last night, it seems like it somehow affected them somehow because, I mean, they didn't just lose. They lost. You know, right, right. they lost bad. Was, yeah. it, I don't, I don't, was it ever even close after tip-off, basically, you know? You know, it's, and we're going to talk about it with the Lakers and Warriors even though the final score looks a certain way, it really wasn't close at, at the at crunch time. And to your point, I think it was that Brooklyn looked like the same Brooklyn that we saw last season. It looked like it was a lot of frustration. It looked like, all right, if James Harden isn't taking over the game, then KD has to. And then, yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy because we just saw it with the Sky Series and playing Phoenix, when you looked at that team, you look at Skylar Diggins, you look at Diana Taurasi, and you say, this team can't go down. Oh, and by the way, you got Brittany Grinder. I was getting ready to say, what about what about Grinder? But okay. She's the Shaquille O'Neal version of the WNBA Shaquille O'Neal. She is <laughs> that that can shoot from outside. And then you have the Sky just come in, do their work. And they just methodically just kept going. Kalia Cooper, they just kept doing what they were doing. And yeah, you look up and now there's a victory. And I think that's what's happening to that point with Brooklyn is that even though they're loaded, they're top loaded. They're the heavy top three or top maybe four. Because I don't even know who else is in their starting lineup. Like Who's that, Brooklyn? Yeah. Um so last night, uh, court in ESPN, I didn't catch the whole game. I didn't catch the beginning. You had Durant, Griffin, uh, Harden, Joe Harris, and Claxton. That's that's what's listed as their starters. Um, I don't understand why Patty Mills wasn't starting at point guard. That was why you brought him, right, to be the backup, to relieve Kyrie, to have a functional 
uh, know what he's doing point guard. I, I don't understand that. Even though he did play like he was starting, he played 29 minutes mm-hmm. and played well. I don't understand why he wasn't on the floor in the beginning. But, I don't. Yeah, maybe, that was you their wanted, maybe you wanted some punch off that second unit. Maybe you wanted to give them a little infusion of offense and, and somebody who could lead that second unit. But to your point again, okay, so I know I'm afraid of KD. Right. And I'm afraid of Hart. No answer for that. No. Right. Right. No answers for the two of them. But what about the other three? I can find answers for them. I can give up 50 to KD and 20 to to Harden. That's only 70 points. Mm-hmm. I can, if I can get 72, I can win. So now with Claxton out there as your starting center, now with whoever they're running at point, and because really James Harden is the point. Yeah, because looking at the stat sheet, nobody attempted double figure shots except for Durant. Uh, went 13 for 25. Harden went six for 16. That's not really great. And then Patty Mills went seven for 11. Everybody else is in single numbers. So you kind of already know, like you said earlier, well, if this player is not going to lead it, this player will, and I could just sit back and play the role or whatever else like that, play the part. And so to your point, if Patty Mills isn't your starting point guard, you're adding undue pressure on James Harden and on Kevin Durant to try and right this ship. They need a point guard to help distribute and get them into their place and get them comfortable. But on the other side, you had a Milwaukee team that was, I mean, and they had their players come up like Connaughton. They always have those guys that come off the bench, even though BP wasn't playing. You got that Bobby Portis. You got those guys who come up, and if you're not careful, they'll bite you at the end of the game, and then you're snake bit, and then you look like an old team with some old players. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about the Lakers, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about it. So father time is not kind to anyone, but you know, it looked like it was going to be a good thing with the Lakers. It seemed like the Warriors were toying with them to really figure out what they're doing. Cause it still kind of looks like the Warriors don't know what they're doing yet. Like they have an idea, but it's like, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But you had a Warriors team that beat the Los Angeles Lakers 121 to 114. And trust, in the last five minutes of that game, it was not as close as it looked. When the Warriors took on a 10-point lead at one point, it it looked bad. Yeah. It looked real bad. Yeah, no disrespect. I, I got sleepy after about third quarter. Right. <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to have to catch what happened. In the morning, man, I, I couldn't stay up that late. You know, those are late games for us. Yeah, um, but that was a ten o'clock start here. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. late. You yeah. know, my so. question is, uh, what happened to Wiseman and their rookies? Well, Wiseman is still. They're going to bring him along slowly. He's going to be benched for this year. He's coming off with the second unit, so he gets cleared next week to play. They're rookies now. They're one, and I, he's not a rookie, which is Poole. Jordan Poole actually came in, did some things. You started to see where this could go. Um, Wiggins did the Wiggins thing. You no, know. not, I'm talking about the guys they drafted. Oh, you're talking about the brand new ones, the baby yeah, ones? The, brand, the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The babies better sit down on the porch. 
Well, You're not ready to go is, in here and step out there with the My point is this. You have no Wiseman. You right. have no Clay Thompson. Right. You have no babies. Mm -hmm. And there was no problem. Right. You had Iggy. I mean, you had, you had, and guess who they had out there? Otto Porter. Otto Porter found a way to stay healthy for a game. <laughs> and Otto Porter got a haircut. He looks, again, presentable. He looks like he's ready to play. He didn't lost some weight. It, he looks good. He yes, looks he good moving around out there. So yes, he does. They have a recipe. So yeah. old, old man Iggy. <laughs> I was so – Iggy was so depressed last year that he didn't even care. When you just let your hair grow and you know that there's something missing in the middle of it and you don't even try and address it, you don't care anymore. You right, know, right, right. You don't care. You're just like, I'm here, but I'd rather not be here. They look really good. It, okay, so Steve Kerr looked like he knew what he was doing. Finally. Steve Nash didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you're going to have to come up with something there. And Lakers fans, oh, this is going to be good. Because here we go again, looking at the stat line. So you had Davis, Tim 26, James 23, Westbrook 13. Mm -hmm. Nobody else attempted double number shots. Mm. DeAndre Jordan, one for one. Two points. He started, mind you. Played mm -hmm. 13 minutes, but he started. Dwight Howard, one for two. So these are your premier bigs, if you want to call it. You're not feeding them. You, you know, I, I know that's not um, how the – I don't know. We got to really dissect them because what are they doing? Where is the ball going? Who's shooting it? Um, I'm I'm trying to look at their roster and it says who is their deep shooters? I don't see any of them. Nobody's gonna be able to uh make your make your perimeter defenders or or exterior. No one's gonna keep them honest. You, right. you already know that that no one's gonna just pop up and shoot a 27-footer. You're not even worried about that. The only thing you're kind of worried about is LeBron taking some of those 30-footers and by the grace of God, they go in. But to your point, they have no shooters. I mean, you picked up Avery Bradley, who was just cut from the Warriors this week, I believe, or was it last like this week? Three days ago, something yeah. like that. Okay, so that tells you already some of the problems you have. Are you you waiting on Malik Monk? Are you waiting on some of their younger players to come back in? Okay, Carmelo like a, is not a distant like a shooter. You know what they're like? They're like a bad fantasy manager that just sees a name. Oh, I like that name. Let's just go grab them kind of thing. Don't worry about the chemistry, whatever. It's just a big name person. We don't care about who the opposition is. To your, to your point with LeBron James, I mean, you, you kind of figure him out, you know, mm -hmm. to a certain extent, especially if you have defenders on your team. No, you're not going to stop them. You're not saying you're going to stop them, but you're going to put somebody to at least aggravate them, slow them down a little bit stop him, keep him honest from, like you said, a wide-open 30-foot shot, you know, that he kind of can make every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you you work that through into a game, and then, like I said, it, it's everybody else is within 15 feet, so you just crash down on defense there. Mm -hmm. And that was what happened. It literally was the point that 
you have a Lakers team that wasn't put together under the premise, this is how you have a complete team. To your right. point, it, it's a fantasy team. It's a, hey, man, come play with me. We're going to run and we're going to do this. Look, yeah. AD has uh, wedding weight on him. I just, there's no other way to say it. I looked at his behind and he was set moving screens and he was standing still, but that's because his backside was still moving. AD has enjoyed the fruits of his labor with his wife. You can see it. You're like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. That, he looks like COVID AD. You're like, oh, 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 okay. Boy, he's bigger than, he's bigger than DeAndre Jordan and he's bigger then super, I never could call him Superman. I never, after Shaq, I couldn't do, call Dwight Howard Superman. Like, he was like no. Superboy. I mean, that was just not cool, disrespectful. That was a cool dunk that he did some mm. years back. But, I mean, okay, you're seven foot. You should be able to dunk like that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. another interesting fact, like I said, when we're talking about comparison to teams, six players for the Warriors scored in double digits. Mm. Okay. Six. And two of them, uh, three of them didn't start. So you had a well-rounded approach to that game, obviously. Like you said, it was, from what I saw, it was pretty close in the first uh, half. I think L.A. was winning at some point in the, in the, at the end of the half. Uh, but the Warriors just hung in there. And when it was time to put them away, they did. That's something that Curry does. Curry only scored 21 points. He didn't go off for 40, 45 like he did last year because he had a little more help. But he did do something he hasn't done since 2016, if I'm correct, and that was not his first triple-double. The so, triple-double, the threefa. The threefa. So <laughs> fantasy managers should be happy if mm -hmm. you were able to get – look, if Steph can give you triple-doubles, yeah, he's the fantasy king. He's going to be yeah. fantasy king, bro. Guess who also had a phenomenal stat line? I can't okay. say his name. Nemanja Bezalika. <laughs> yeah, do good. Belka? Najma Belitsa. <laughs> <laughs> Not good with his name at all, okay? Uh, but, oh. oh. He, he did 15 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. That's phenomenal stat lines for fantasy owners. And yeah. I'm he might not have even been drafted. I'm almost sure Belitza <laughs> is open and available in like 98% of your leagues. But now that you see where they're going to use him and how they're going to use him, and if he can keep that kind of production, you know, he's going to be like Zubak is with the Clippers. You don't really think about him as a fantasy person or his value until you see him in the game. I mean, with Felica, you were actually seeing him. I didn't even know he was with, because he got drafted. He wasn't with Golden State early. I don't know no. if he got traded there. Oh, I, I don't can't remember. He he's not a he's not a uh, he wasn't a uh, a drafted person there. He mm -mm. he because I think he played for either the Kings or somebody like that. I want to say it was the Kings because. I did some draft work, some pre-draft work on him last year because yeah. I thought maybe he would be a good look for the Bulls and a good option for them. But really, they had, as you said, they had a really balanced attack. 
similar to what Milwaukee did. It was very right. balanced with them, and they yeah. went back to their bread and butter. Hopefully with Milwaukee, they figured out, look, if you can clear out down low, just get the ball to Giannis and everybody else move and just do your position <laughs> and get ready. Right. And then with Golden State, they they just – can you imagine what this team is going to be like? Well, when they're healthy Clay Oh, yeah. But see, this is the thing, though. The, the Warriors have championship pedigree. We're not talking about just a team full of some good players that can play well. They they have a background. Even your boy Draymond Green know how to win. Yes. That's one thing they were talking about with the Bulls and Alex Caruso, what he brings to the table. He knows how to win. The rest of those guys, they're good players, but Caruso know how to win. He's been there. Draymond Green, whatever you want to say about him, He's been on championship teams. He knows how to win. That team knows how to win. Their coach knows how to win. So this isn't one of those, you know, we're just going to fold or have a temper tantrum or things aren't going our way. We're going to panic. They're not going to panic. They can drop a few games here and there. They, this is the season. They understand that the real time is when the playoffs come. They look good last night. Mm -hmm. So against the team that I didn't expect for them to win. So, um, Kudos to them and definitely looking at them to be positive. I mean, I still think the, the Lakers are the front runners. They'll get, they'll figure it out or, or get it together, find a way to win because they have championship pedigree on the other end of that team too. But the Warriors are going to be a serious dark horse to contend with. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the team, the Warriors and the Bucks. I think what you saw last night, is a preview to what this season is going to be. And probably later on today, I'll release my predictions for the East and for the West, where I think we'll stand. But I really have a feeling that you might be seeing the preview of what's coming. Game one might be what you see at the start of game one of your Western Conference Finals and of your Eastern Conference Finals. It's possible. It is. Yeah, it's a big possibility. But you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here in the building talking about the recap of the NBA week one. Getting ready to get started, buddy. It's going to be five. We got hot games. Everybody's playing tonight. And the Bulls will be there. They'll be doing their thing in Detroit. They'll be punching the people in the Motor City because I, I, am, I am fully Bulls ready. That's I'm ready for that game. Yes, I yes. want to see what they got. Uh, it, it's uh, maybe a not not so formidable opponent, but hey, I mean it's open the season. I mean open game. Why not? Hey, it's on your schedule. It's on your schedule. Just beat them. It is, and then we'll deal with that later. So you know what we've come to do, and that's always bring you the hotness because we are the sizzle. We are the hottest talk in the two one nine, and we will see you, my friend, on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports, and remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports. For listening to The Sizzle, the hottest sports talk in the 219, here on Iron Skillet Television and Iron Skillet Radio.